0: Welcome to the Nixes Podcast. I'm Melanie Nix, your host. Um, today, I am um, giving my host seat to Ames. Ames is back with me because, as you can hear, we do these recordings uh, pretty close to each other because last week's recording, I was starting to be sick. Now, this week's recording, I am completely gone, but this is two days apart. So, we have today Kit from Junction, Junction 28. How you doing it? I'm doing
1: very well, thanks. How are you doing?
0: Um I'm I mean I'm living. I'm good. <laughs> so I'm gonna hand it off to Ames. I'll be here, I'll be listening and going, mm-hmm, but mostly muted so I don't cough in your ears.
2: Take hey, it. So our first question is, what is the story behind your band name?
1: Um it's actually so we all practice at a studio called Card Trick that's it's sort of in the middle of where everyone lives and there's a certain turning you have to take to get there called Junction 28. So sort of when everyone was trying to pick band names, it was actually before I joined the band, um, but it, it still applies to me because I still take that turning. So they picked that turning because it was sort of geographical to everyone. Um, I think that it works quite nicely like that really.
2: That works really well. Um, OK, so how would you describe your music?
1: Um, that's always a bit of a difficult one for us because it's like we're a bit of a few different genres. So we've got like a bit of metal, a bit of hard rock, a bit of like EDM, electronica in there, a um, bit of new metal, I guess, as well. Um, so it's maybe a bit of a mix of all that, but sort of trying to make something Almost a bit new by combining those elements. Um, yeah, it, it's a bit difficult.
2: <laughs> you can hear it's really fresh all the way through. It's we can hear what you're trying to what you saying. It's all new. Okay, who is your inspiration, the of musicians or a band that you've admired most, and why?
1: Um, I think in terms of inspiration for our sound, we've definitely sort of going for a lot with what's happening with like bring me the horizon um we're very much like Lincoln Park fans as well um i prevail at the moment are really big inspirations um me personally as well i'm a very big Bowie fan so i I really like the way that he sort of switches genres sort of between albums or between songs so that's something i really like to sort of bring into our music as well as a bit of sort of left field inspiration i guess
2: yeah I could really see the Linkin Park connection and through your music. It's, it's, I like the way you move into all that scream and then you've got a nice little bit of pause and you can hear the music, meaty, it's nice, I I like that. (laughs) Okay, how do you balance the music and your other obligations and how do you cope with all that?
1: Um, It's definitely difficult at times because we've all got full-time jobs. We're all trying to work around that. Um, I think we've all, had to find that balance um for me personally that could mean like bringing in my laptop to work on a track while I'm at work or you know working on something on the train on the way back um but we're all we all have a hand in what we do there's never one person that sort of doing everything for the band. Like if we need help with something, we'll bring it to some, like one of the other members. I'll work on the track for a little bit, then I'll send it to Craig, he'll work on it for a little bit. Someone else will start booking a couple of gigs. So the, the workload is very much spread around everyone. And that way, like none of us get overwhelmed with it.
2: Yeah. It's about finding the time and the life balance, isn't it? I get that. Okay, what other hobbies or passions do you have outside of your music?
1: Um. I mean I don't have time for hobbies at the moment. I've got I guess we play uh some video games definitely. I like watching films. I try and read, um, but that's definitely like finding the time for that has been a bit difficult. Um just anything kind of like that to sort of fill in the downtime, I guess.
2: That's it, you've got to get in some time for yourself now and then and
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> so okay. Um, what is your background, and what brought all of your band together?
1: Um, so, we've all kind of known each other, or at least um, a few of us have known each other for a while before we even like, met in the band. So me and Dick, the bassist, um, like we were in college together back in the day, and then I think he knew Craig, our, our singer's brother as well so we've all sort of been in each other's circles for a little while and then um it, so he brought sort of the band together i think it was around 2018 after me to be the guitarist a little bit after and then i moved to keys about a year after that um but sort of because we've lived in the same area we sort of ran in the same circles it's you know it wasn't too difficult to put the thing together when we knew this is what we wanted to do
2: brilliant so Tucker. A whole scale of people to get together and do that over
1: time. <laughs> Definitely,
0: yeah. While we're at it, I uh, thought you introduce the rest of the band since the guys are not here?
1: Yeah, um, well, we have Craig, um, who is our singer. We've got Dick, who's our bassist. We've got Gary, um, who is our guitarist. And then our most recent member, Tico, um, on the drums. He only joined about a month ago. Um, it's about 11 o'clock in the UK. So I think those guys are in bed right now. Um, yeah, that's that's the whole group.
2: OK. Um, OK, so what's the best piece of advice another musician has ever gave you?
1: Um, personally or like just a, a musician I'm inspired by?
2: Um, it could be yes, yeah, somebody that you're inspired by, or someone that you've maybe heard come up with some advice that you've seen before or heard, and it's thought you thought in your mind that yeah, that's really good. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Um, going back to um, being a Bowie fan, I, I remember seeing an interview with him um, like a few years back, and he was talking about how not to play into what's popular, do what is going to make you happy what you are passionate about and then other people will gravitate towards that um he explained it a lot more eloquently than i have there but um, i thought it was a really good piece of advice um to just follow what you as a musician feel where your heart is where your passion is i think that's much more important than just trying to chase something that's popular um And then other people will see that passion and sort of move towards that. I think that's a really, really good piece of advice, definitely. Definitely.
2: Yeah, Bowie's always really good at hitting the nail on the head (laughs) there.
0: You could really feel his music, eh? Um, The last album that Bowie did, I mean, you could hear that. He knew that it was his time. His time was coming. You could feel it through all his music. So I think that's what he meant, like, you know.
1: Oh, absolutely, yeah. you're yourself.
2: What are your ultimate career goals?
1: Um, I, I've kind of always said that the thing, the point I will consider myself to be like the successful part of doing this is the point where I can start supporting myself through doing the music. Um, in, in the economy and sort of today's world, that is quite a difficult challenge. But if I can get to a point where... I can do that and not have to rely on like a day job. I can support myself through the music, through doing shows or through whatever money you make off, I guess Spotify, or whatever. That would be definitely a mark of success. Other than that, um, playing big uh, festival shows. I I go to download in the UK. um, So playing there would be like a huge thing. I'd love to do that.
2: Yeah, that's amazing at download. There's so many artists there and tents and different elements of music. So, yeah, that's really, really good place to start off a festival. Can you describe how music and art is important to the society around you?
1: It's a a big question. Um, It is important um, because I think we need, as a society, art in order to express sort of things that don't get allowed out that we can't really express within just normal day lives, especially within rock and metal. Like you go to a rock or metal show and you sort of see the mosh pits or the dancing or sort of whatever's going on there. And it is an expression of something that is, that you can't do in normal life. And that sort of carries on into the music that's there. And I think people need that. They need that outlet. They need that energy um, to, Survive, like I need it definitely. Like going to a show, like screaming the lyrics out is how I get, you know, the anger or whatever out of me. It, it's it's very much a part of what I feel is sort of good for mental health in a way.
0: Yeah, there was a big part of the. We had a mental health week with the podcast, and music was a big part, a big way to express. Everybody was saying, you know we're all musicians. We all enjoy music. So of course, everybody was like, uh, music, music is an outlet. You know, I asked this question, Well, Amy asked it today, but (laughs) I have that question on the list because, um, schools here, uh, well in Canada anyways, I think in the U S also are cutting the art programs, they're cutting the music programs. And I think it's very detrimental to our kids. Um, I know that art helped me in a lot of ways to express myself to, like you said, scream out the lyrics and just, and especially metal and rock. You go see a concert. It's the best, nicest people. Like seriously, like you go to the mosh pit, you fall, they'll stop. They'll pick you up. Make sure you're okay. And then keep going. I mean, we've seen other unfortunately concerts where, people are passing out, people are pushing people, people are dying. Uh, you don't hear that in the metal concert. We usually no. show, make sure everybody's OK and start again. So I think uh, it's also important to see that metal and rock people are not like the big
1: monsters that we all see them to be. They're actually like one of the sweetest people on the planet. <laughs> I know I, I 100% agree. It's like there was that whole thing a couple of years back about, um, who was, it was a rapper that there was a show where quite a lot of people died because they pushed to the front and I can't say anything about what the situation was with that show. I wasn't there, but I haven't seen anything like that from like a Slipknot show or something like that. Like I've been to shows with like heavy bands that have been playing, you know, absolutely chaotic music. And I've been in those mosh pits and just you know, falling down, someone picks you up. You know, I've even seen bands like stop the show because they've seen someone um, you know, fall down and they go, No, we have to pick them up, we have to make sure they're okay and it's I think it's it's a very important thing in order to do that. You always
2: see people trying to get out their passion and enjoy their passion and then always you've got the audience there trying to be as passionate with the music. So having that respect amongst each other. It's nice to see in the metal society and the community. Very nice okay so when is your favorite time of day to create
1: um me i'm I'm a bit of a night person so it tends to be like if i'm up in the morning early i'm just like not awake i can have three coffees and that's what i need to get up once it gets to like 11 10 sort of in the evening i'm suddenly like more on so then i'll sort sort of coming up with ideas i'll still go to bed in like an hour or two but that tends to be when I guess my brain is like at the right place to start creating stuff. Um, I don't know why. That's just me. I don't think anyone else in the band has that. They're probably all a bit annoyed with me sending texts at like two o'clock in the morning saying I've just had three <laughs> different ideas. Like, go to bed, Chris. <laughs> okay.
0: Well, usually most of the bands that I talk to anyways, they say that it's mostly nights. I mean, a lot of them have kids, families. So when everybody's asleep is when you get can- you know focus and concentrate like Ames right now kids are in bed she could actually focus and you know uh, i mean you guys are at the same hour right now so i i feel double bad it's it's really late for them guys um but uh, on this note we're going to take a little break and we're going to listen to identity from junction 28. back uh, we just listened to junction 28 with the song identity uh Ames and i are sitting down with kit who is the keyboard player right for junction.
1: Uh, yeah
0: how did you learn to play
1: um well i actually had piano lessons from about eight years old um I, I took quite a long break with it um i was playing guitar for a long time and then i came back to it maybe about a year and a half ago um, which is when we decided to sort of bring the keys and the sort of the electronic elements into the band. And since I'd had the most amount of my experience sort of doing that, um, I ended up going, oh well, I'll jump on the keys, start relearning a little bit. Um I'm still sort of getting used to it again. It, it takes a little while to sort of get back into playing playing the keys after all this time. Um but it's 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 a lot of fun sort of relearning it again.
0: For sure, do you play any other instruments?
1: Yeah, so guitar I've been playing since I was about 14 and that I've just been playing every day. I still play every day, to be honest. Um, a lot of the tracks will start off when we do demos, it'll be me playing the guitars, just sort of basic stuff, and then I'll send them over. And then Gary will um, sort of come up with his own parts on top of what I've done, um, that are, are normally quite a bit more complicated than what, what I can play. Um, Apart from that, I, I did play drums for about six months in a not very good indie band, um, just very basic. Um, yeah, I, I would really like to learn maybe saxophone if I could, but I, I'd need to find the time for it. I was gonna say, like,
0: would are we sacrificing sleep next? Um, <laughs> to try to learn all the saxophone with all these instruments. I mean,
1: to get get good at an instrument, it's a lot of work, right? It's a lot of practice. Um, Oh, absolutely, yeah. I mean, there's that whole thing about it being like 10,000 hours to master a new skill or something. So I I don't have even a small amount of that, to be honest, as much as I'd love to. I mean, I think I have 200
0: hours on the guitar, so you figure out how it sounds. I could play four non-blondes. Uh, what's up? That's about it. That's <laughs> great at parties. I mean,
1: you know, one song. If you can, if you can play Wonder Water Party, then you, you're sorted.
0: <laughs> then I'll just pass the guitar to you and you can go off. <laughs> well, you're talking about your uh, your your creative process a little bit, so you want to go a little more in depth. You guys always like um, create the songs the same way. You start with a little guitar riff, send it off, and then everybody starts adding everything. Or is it different? Sometimes it's somebody else saying, hey, look what I got.
1: Yeah, it tends to be me and Craig that kind of start off. So we'll sort of have little writing sessions where we we'll get together an afternoon, like every couple of weeks. Um, we both have some ideas. It might be like a guitar riff I've written. It might be a sample, it might be a vocal line that Craig's come up with. Um, could be anything. And then we'll sort of sit there. We'll hash out an idea or two. Um start putting together sort of a structure of a track and then once we've got that structure there we'll send it off to the rest of the guys um and they'll start sort of adding their bits we will come to a practice um sort of really bring it together and in the end it doesn't sound anything like what we originally started but i think that's really what we want we like seeing that evolution of a track um i think that's where you get that kind of unique sound from because everyone brings something of their own into that sound Everybody has
0: different inspiration. Everybody listened to different bands growing up.
1: Um,
0: I like I like seeing that when you can hear everybody's influence into the music. kind of creates another another element to it. Um, what do you like the most about being a musician, being in the band? What What, uh, what, what makes it like?
1: Um, for me personally, it just I just like the process of music creation like even down to like sitting there and just working out a riff or working out uh, a verse or a chorus for a track i just love getting intimate with that section of a song both as like a sort of mental process and as like for like a form of expression um so you know as i was sort of saying earlier a bit sort of getting back to the mental health part of it it really helps with that it really helps with you know being able to express what's in my head and sort of getting that out there Um, but at the same time there's like that mechanical part of my brain that's like i like working out of this riff goes here can we put this drum beat here and this drum beat here so it kind of fulfills that whole thing for me Yeah, it's just, it's something that I put a lot of thought into, but I I, I like that I can sort of do that. Do you come from a musical family or are you like one of a kind? um i'd say my family are all fairly musical my brother is uh very much jazz person plays the saxophone plays like jazz bass stuff like that my sister's like a, a pretty good singer um she's much more into k-pop these days but um she's uh she's definitely got a, a good vocal sort of set on her um my parents are they enjoy a lot of music, but they don't really play instruments. So my dad is probably responsible for a lot of my music taste. Got me into like Pink Floyd, uh, Thin Lizzy, uh, Queen when I was a kid. Um, so that that's where I'm sort of coming from, I guess. That's a lot of the sort of the inspiration where I grew up from. It's very cool.
0: Um, yeah, our parents have a hand in what we grow up with. What we, you know, I I, I grew up with a mix of ACDC and Boy George and Cindy Lauper, so it created created a very weird playlist. Play.
1: <laughs> no, like I have a I have a really specific memory. Um, I must have been about six, and I think my dad put on I think it was um, Ace of Spades by Motorhead, and I remember it just being that moment of hearing that riff of suddenly being like I don't know why. Before that point, like I hadn't really been interested in music, and then after hearing that song, it was suddenly like. Music is something that I now enjoy. (laughs) But, yeah, it's just a really vivid memory for me. Where do you find inspiration for your music? Um, So many places, to be honest. Um, A lot of it can be sort of some of the modern sort of acts that I mentioned earlier. So we've got like Bring Me the Horizon, um, I Prevail, Linkin Park. Um a lot of what we're looking at at the moment is we really enjoy a lot of like e d m and electronica, so we're sort of looking at like the the rave scene and stuff like that um sort of house music techno um looking at not just the music itself but i guess the the shows that they put on with the music and sort of trying to incorporate those ideas into what we're doing. That's kind of what we're looking at going forward. So if we put out another project, it's gonna try and take that in a bit more. Very
0: cool, very cool. Uh, I, I like when people start exploring, Don't you know, get out of that box and uh, metal is supposed to sound like this. No, 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 music is supposed to just make you happy. Um, as long as it makes you happy, it'll make somebody else happy, too. It's not because it's not one person's cup of tea that it's not somebody else. So you guys keep just doing what you're doing. I think you guys sound amazing. Oh, that is. Every time guys come on, on my playlist, I always kind of chuckle and giggle a little bit because I like the sound. I like that. It's different. Um, how do you think social media changed the music industry? That's a loaded question.
1: It's the thing is, it's a very big question because it's like it's completely changed things from what they were even 10 years ago. Um, like even now we've got TikTok is, is a massive thing, which it wasn't really before before COVID. I don't think I'd even heard of TikTok. Um, but now you've got artists that are, you know, blowing up on TikTok. And suddenly they're playing like stadiums and stuff like this um, just off of a, a 10 second clip from the app um same for it's also
0: creating a lot of one hit wonders though
1: um
0: they they blow real fast they go real big and then it's like everything deflates it's
1: i yeah definitely um i think both to be honest because it's like you've got a lot of artists that i think have blown up just over one song, but then you've got people like uh, I think it's Olivia Rodrigo, who's this massive name in pop at the moment. Um, and she like came up on TikTok, or Little Nas X, who also I think uh, Old Town Road came up on TikTok and they were absolutely huge, and now they're huge pop stars, but then again. You know, I've probably heard about 10 different tracks already this year that I've completely forgotten that came off of it. Um, it, I think at this point, because it's such a new thing, it's really hard to tell what's going to, like, become of an act when they're on TikTok or when they're on any social media, really. Um, It's really difficult to say at the moment, but it has changed things massively.
0: I I agree. And... uh... I don't know age. You know what I mean? I don't know your age. I don't know. So, for me, anyways, uh, social media. I've seen so much happening. Uh, When I was in my 20s, I remember was street teams. You didn't have social media to push your band. You didn't. You had to actually go out, put posters up, and you know it was local. Now it's you put your song on Spotify and somebody in South Korea is listening to it. I mean, somebody in Canada. The podcast is listened on the tiny little island in the middle of nowhere. Somebody's listening to the podcast. It's incredible. And that side of social media changed the game so it's easier for everybody to get heard, but it created such a an overflow of musicians, of, especially during COVID. I mean, we didn't have nothing else to do but to create music. So I think a lot of band came through to COVID.
1: No, I completely agree. I think it's created this kind of strange phenomenon where it's like simultaneously easier than ever to put your music out there, but harder than ever for your music to be found amongst all of the stuff that's being put out. So it's, and the thing is in 10 years or even five years, it could be completely different again. Uh, we just don't know at this point because it moves so fast.
0: I think it's already changing at the end because um, during Covid, everybody was kind of selfish. Um, hear me, listen to me. you know? Now the community's like, Hey, listen to this guy. Hey listen to this girl. Should check out this band? Um, the community's coming together, and I think it's helping everybody out. Uh, I've seen a massive influx of people of interviews coming in uh, once I kind of made my way into the indie community uh, on Facebook right now. It is blowing up. I mean, yeah, people like Death Pigeons making playlists for everybody. Um, Sloppy Joe Studio making an indie game and adding everybody's like indie music in it. I mean, it, it's nice to see the community come together and help each other out. I, I mean, I think it's about damn time.
1: No, I think I think it's really good to build community. It's kind of what we're we're been trying a little bit to do in our area because um, we put on like every six months or so we put on a little festival just to, um a venue that's quite close to where we live We get about sort of eight nine acts that are friends of ours to play there put on a whole night um we're sort of inviting each other to like each other's gigs as well so we've got definitely got a little thing growing um and it just means that everyone kind of helps each other out. Like we are even talking at the moment about sort of doing features with other bands or other singers and stuff like that, getting people in. And that way it's like both it's a win-win for everyone. Like we all get the benefits of that. We all get the attention. We all get the um, just the community of it.
0: That's what I, my next question was going to be. Do you have any collaborations? So it's, it's, it's funny that you're just talking about that. A lot of the bands are creating collaborations right now. Even the the, the bigger band, I think it's Carbon Stone, um, is like doing collaboration with three, four bands at the same time, three, four singers. Um, I know even the smaller indie bands are doing a lot of collaborations right now. And I think it's nice to put all those sounds together, all those... I know i'm gonna be hitting a few collabs with people once all this clears up because nobody wants to hear me sing right now i promise nobody um but let's not hear me sing but let's go listen to a song from junction 28 let's sing the dark thoughts we'll come back and we'll talk about it Welcome back uh, to the Nixes podcast. Um, I'm your host, Melanie Nix, and I have my co-host today, Ames. Uh, We are interviewing Kit from Junction 28. We just listened to Dark Thoughts, but I just remembered that we never talked about the first song we listened to earlier, Identity. Um, What's the song about, Kit?
1: Um, So that's very much about being who you are, being proud of who you are, not letting other people sort of take that away from you it's very much it's sort of a statement about how we want to be proud of who we are it's both sort of a thing for us about the music itself and us as people like we're going to do our music our way Um, like I said it's a bit of a mishmash of styles but we it's stuff that we enjoy as opposed to stuff that we think is popular or stuff that we think is going to sell or whatever Um, but it's also about us as people as well about how we are going to be who we are and we're going to be proud of that. Um, and just not to let other people take that away from you. Absolutely. Don't, don't,
0: don't let nobody take who you are. Away from you don't, you know, be, be proud, be, um, there's only one you. Uh, so don't exactly, let yeah tell you how to be you. You know how to be you better than anybody else and dark thoughts dark thoughts is the one that we just just listened to which would be um released off of your next album right the second album
1: uh yeah off off the second ep we've we've just put that out about a month ago maybe a month and a half now um and that's going to be our next uh single what we're doing a video for um which will come out later in the year very nice very nice you guys doing a a
0: video with you guys or is it going to be like um like or is it just something
1: that we don't talk about right now <laughs> <laughs> I can't give too much away yet but I, I can say it's going to be fun um it's going to be something that we've not tried before um we've we've got like a pretty solid idea for it it's going to be a bit uh a bit more comedic I guess but at the same time it's going to be is really going to sort of have the energy of the song um, and I think that's it's, it's going to sort of stand out against sort of the stuff we've done before.
0: Very cool so I'm gonna pass you on to Ames for a few questions.
2: are you can Kate. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> okay does music help you in other areas of your life?
1: Um, absolutely I mean I'm, I'm listening to music all the time um, it's whether it is sort of listening to it because I need to, you know, take a minute for myself, where I need to emotionally express something, or even it's just I listen to stuff that's on the train to work just to sort of feel the time. Um, I listen to it at work. We've got a big speaker in our office, so we're sort of always sort of fighting over who's playing it there, who's, who's putting their stuff on. Um, and it, it sort of does help in just a lot of different ways, whether it be, sort of elevating the mood or whether it is just like, I need to, I'm angry or I'm sad, or even if I'm happy and I just really wanna to listen to like a bit of happy music for, for 10 minutes by myself.
2: Totally agree. You could be took away with any type of music depending on your moods. Boys, um, how was music introduced to you and how did music influence you in the early years?
1: Um yeah, I think I answered that a little bit earlier with um the the motorhead story. Um that was definitely a big one, um hearing that that riff in the car and suddenly sort of having that moment of oh um, this is this is something I really enjoy. Um after that, I think the first album that I ever bought was actually Meteora by Lincoln Park, which I must have listened to like three or four times a day. Whenever I, whenever I had it, I had a like a disc Walkman, and um, I was just playing that constantly. Um, so I, I think I know every lyric on the album at this point, um, even today. Um, so that's definitely gone on to influence our sound now. I mean, it's a big influence on what we've, um, what we've been doing, definitely.
2: They're definitely very addictive, aren't they, to listen to? and
1: oh, <laughs> yeah. I listened to them the other day. Um, I think it was a Thousand Sons album, which I think I also really love. Um, uh, still, their music to me is so fresh. Like, it still sounds so modern, even though a lot of it came out in, like, the late 90s and the 2000s. Like, it still sounds like something that could have come out this year.
2: Yeah, it's very dynamic and fits in so much. Um, where does your mind go when you're in front of an audience?
1: Um... I think it takes a little while. Normally there's a little bit of nervousness during the first song. I always sort of have that. I don't know why, but it it just goes after about the first song. And after that, it's just, you're sort of in the flow of it at that point. You're sort of feeding off the energy of the crowd, um, sort of seeing how everyone is reacting to it. There's always sort of a little bit with me because what we do within our live sets as well is we have these little transitions between the tracks. So we'll do like a mix. Well, if we're doing like Identity Into Dark Thoughts or something like that, we'll have like a little drum and bass bit, which I'm playing on my synths. So there's a little bit for me where I'm kind of like trying to work it all out. Um, But it's still kind of feeding off of that energy of the crowd.
2: Um, What are your plans for the coming months? What have you got coming up with the band?
1: Yeah, so we've got a gig next Saturday. Um, we're playing with Ali Tempora. Um that's going to be I think it's The Hope and Anchor, although I could be wrong about that. I'm just taking this off the top of my head. We've got a couple more gigs then coming up um, in July. We've got one at Chinneries in Southend. Um, we've got another one in London um, and then towards the end of the year, um, we're looking at doing maybe a tour of somewhere in Europe and um, it's still very early days for that at the moment um, but we're like it's looking like really really good to to do that I'm really excited for it.
2: So many places to go in Europe as well now isn't there a lot more venues, a lot more events
1: to go to. Oh yeah absolutely we've got um, since Tico, Urban, Tico's from the Netherlands so he's like already has an idea of some places to play around there. Um, So definitely looking forward to that. Where would be a
0: location that you'd love to play? Like for me, it would be the Opera House in Sydney. (laughs) Love to hear vocals in there to hear the acoustic. I mean, that's my dream place. It's yours.
1: Um, I think for me, it's still it's still download. It's just because I've been there so many times. Um, I, I know like that festival um playing on that stage would be like just a massive honor um something i would just love to do excuse me apart from that um maybe brixton academy in london just because i've also been there so many times seen so many bands there i've seen slipknot uh, machine head there um it's just a really good venue to play have you guys or you
0: personally ever participated in any composition? win any prizes with your music?
1: Um, I don't really think we've won any prizes. We've done a couple of um, ballad bands, haven't been too successful with them. Um, but, you know, we'll, we'll keep hacking away at it, keep trying to, keep trying to do it. Um, you never know with these kind of things. Um, Battle the bands
0: sometimes, most of the times. It's popularity. Um, they'll do a audience vote or on social media, so pre- pretty much whoever can bring the biggest crowd will win. So.
1: Yeah, um, it, it's to be honest, it's not something we've done for a little while. Um, we were going to play Metal to the Masses this year, which is the prizes um, getting to play Bloodstock in the UK, and we had to pull out at the time because we had to, uh, our, our previous drummer left, and now we've got Avantico in so we could probably like look at doing it next year um and we're really hoping that we could like we'll have everything together for that we'll have a much more cohesive set at that point so it's looking exciting as well
0: that's pretty cool yeah for sure when you're bringing a new member you kind of have to resettle everything back down you have to uh, you know so absolutely we've seen a lot um uh, I guess it's a wave going on. We've seen a lot of changes in a lot of bands lately. Um, changing drummers, changing... Um, so it's interesting to see where the sound changes when you switch one of the musicians, or many of the musicians in some cases. Um, social media, where can we find you guys?
1: So, yeah, we're on Instagram, probably most primarily at the moment. We're also on Facebook, Um I think we're looking at maybe starting a TikTok at some point. Um, but that's uh down to um I think Craig's gonna be setting that up, so maybe get some songs on there. But uh yeah, Junction Twenty Eight Band, um just on Instagram is probably the best place to find us at the moment. Any merch? Uh yeah, we've got some merch. You can go to our um website, um junction twenty eight band um dot com. Um get merch from there, we've got some t-shirts got um the previous ep you can buy um, i think we're looking at maybe doing some hats at some point <laughs> very cool
0: very cool i mean merch helps a lot right i i say it and i'll say it again i'll say it every episode streaming is nice uh, adding the bands to your playlist and listening is nice uh, but streaming platforms do not pay bands as much as they should pay them
1: no not at all
0: band out merch um patreons a lot of bands have great patreons now um so that's that's really how to help when you go see a show i mean save that last five dollars or ten dollars that you would have put on a drink and grab yourself a cozy grab yourself a, you know like rep those bands like i mean you all are doing amazing i i applaud you guys for what you're doing i i i wasn't an indie band for three years i stepped back i took a little break Turned everything into the Nexus podcast instead and um, I'm still going to be doing music, but this is nice It's a nice change of pace to sit down with you guys and see um, How many people are driven and really want to do this and have so much fun doing this? Uh, I think that's the the, the the common thing between all of the bands that we've um, interviewed: the fun everybody's having so much fun doing this. Uh, I always said it if there's no fun we're not in the right business, we're not. So. I mean, I have my team with me and um, I'm having so much fun with these guys. Without them, I think I would go completely nuts. Yeah.
1: No, I, I completely agree. For us, it's definitely that. Like, we've always had this attitude as we, we want to take it seriously, but at the same time, it's it's got to be fun. It's got to be something we enjoy. Um, we bring that a lot to our gigs as well. So if you come see us, you'll you know the songs will be tight the songs will be you know will be performing to the best of our ability. but stuff goes wrong there's a video that came out of one of our gigs maybe about a month ago where i think me and craig were just mucking about on the keyboard and the keyboard fell off the stand and the whole thing fell over um and you can just see us just laughing just so hard at that um and so you know we don't let that kind of thing like get us down is is part of the experience as much as playing the songs as to the best of our ability is absolutely it's gonna happen it
0: happens to even the best the biggest artists out there they have bloopers they have halfway through singing a song and they sneeze or you know some shit happens i mean you can't you try to control everything but you cannot control everything so exactly yeah I, i mean just have fun with it Everybody's going to laugh anyways, might as well laugh with them before everybody laughs um, but we're we're coming close to the end of the <laughs> of the interview uh, before I ask you the final question, the
1: mixes question. Do
0: you have anything you'd like to say? any shout out any that the floor is yours um, well,
1: I'd just say thanks very much for having me on it's It's been really fun um We'll have to do this again, maybe with the other members of the band. Um, but yeah, it's, it's been really fun. Thanks for having me.
0: We'll uh, we'll try to do this again for sure. We'll uh, try to do this earlier for the sleepy heads. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we'll try to get like an afternoon,
1: maybe on a weekend or something. Oh no, don't worry. I'll, I'll just drag them out of bed. Um, we'll, we'll do it later, but I'll, I'll I'll force them up. Come on now,
0: guys. Let's do a full interview. Every we'll do. a <laughs> about that? We'll just do a live interview and just shoot shit and laugh on live and have some questions from people. So thank you so much, Kit, for being with us. Um, before you go, I need to ask you the next question. So if you have a chance to sit down with young Kit, what do you tell yourself?
1: Um, I think I tell myself to... I think the thing that I thought a lot when I was definitely a teenager and starting out is when you when you're like 16 or whatever and you start playing, you think you're you think you're amazing. You think you're the best. And I would tell myself you're not. But if you you learn and you take in the experience of other people, if you don't have an arrogant attitude, if you have um, the, an openness to people and you take other people's advice on board, you're going to become so much of a better musician through that. So don't be arrogant. Don't be a person who thinks you can do it all yourself. Trust your fellow musicians. Trust your friends. Trust other people and other bands. Always try to learn something from other people. Um, and that's the best way you can do it. There, there's no other way of doing it as far as I'm concerned.
0: Well, when we're young, it, it's hard to trust, you know, who's out to get me and who's really out for. You know, so it's really good advice. There's no bad advice. This question is always open to uh, it's very personal and it went anywhere from don't drink too much to it's going to be okay. So there's no no bad answer. Um, Very, very good advice to give to your younger self. Don't be. Don't be too proud. Don't be too ask for help and listen. I think listening is the biggest part. Well, thank you so much, Kit, for being here. Um, we will be editing and then we will be posting and I'll be sending you a little um, little file where you'll have the interview and the art. So, before we go, I want to thank you and I want to thank Junction 28 for making this amazing music. Um, say hi to the guys for us. Ames, thank you so much for sitting down and taking my voice, giving my voice a break and using your voice to ask the important questions.
2: Thank you. It's
1: been great. Thank you, Kit. Thanks very much for having me on. It's it's been an absolute pleasure.
0: Well, this has been the Nix's Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Melanie Nix. I had Ames with me and Kit uh, from Junction 28 and we're signing out. Goodbye, guys.